You're listening to The Journey Podcast. In today's episode, we meet an interspecies healer and we dive into the world of animal-assisted therapy. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end, this is The Journey Podcast. Hi, Charlotte, Erica. Welcome to The Journey Podcast. And thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you very much. How is the weather doing in England? We are about to experience a really hot heat wave. So, um, yeah, up into the 40 Celsius, they're saying, at the end of the week. So everybody's getting prepared. So. Oh boy. Hopefully not too hot for our pets. <laughs> yes. That's the only thing. That's always a scary time when it's so hot and you have animals in your home. They tend to not love that too much. <laughs> no, not at all. So we have a super interesting topic today in the space of animal health and healing and how that relates to our own mental health. And I'm excited that you are here to talk about that. So let's get started. So we mentioned animal health and healing, and can you explain to our listeners what that means or what that looks like so they can get an idea about that? Yeah, so um, I'm an animal healer and communicator, um, but I also study um, how it works um, in relation to how animals uh, help humans and vice versa. So um, we all have a symbiotic relationship with our pets. Um, and are what I would call companion animals. I prefer to use that term. Um, and we would um, be classed as guardians of those companion animals. Um, but generally, people use the word, term pets because that's what people understand. Um, so I like to enrich the lives of, of animals through helping their, their humans help them, if that makes sense. So help, help, helping, helping pets through... The, um, they're humans being empowered to find out about how they can help them physically, emotionally and spiritually even. Um, so supporting them through their life with the best quality of life and optimum health and well-being. Wow. And I can imagine that a lot of listeners can identify with that. Um, there's a lot of companion animal owners all over the world. I mean, not just dogs and cats, but all sorts of animals. And I, I find that really interesting how you got into that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you found this path? Yeah, so my first ever dog um, I got in my 20s. I always wanted, I always had sort of animals around me. Um, so I had um, rabbits when I was younger and chickens, um, but I've never had a dog or a cat. And I adopted this dog um, when I was um, living in Ireland in my 20s. Um, I had a career there. Um, and he came into my life um, in actually a very interesting way. Um, he, I saw him um, being walked by his guardian um, down the canal, um, and I wanted a dog like him. And I said to my friend, could I go and ask him? 
um, where he got his dog from. And I was like, um, really sort of shy about it. And my friend was like, yeah, you should, you should find out. So I approached this, this guy and I said, where did you get your puppy from? Because I, w- I would like a puppy and I want to make sure that it comes from a really good breeder. Um, and he said, well, actually, he is a local dog, but I actually have to give him up um, because I'm moving to a house that doesn't take dogs. And um, he was like, well, I was supposed to be advertising him in the paper, but I wasn't able to because I, I really wouldn't know if he went to a really good home. So, um, and then he turned around to me and he said, would you take him? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I wasn't really prepared at all for that. Uh-huh. Um, so, and then he t- said, God is looking down on me today that I found someone who I know and I can trust who would take him and, and, and be a good, good um, owner to, to him and be a good guard, guardian. Um, so I, I went um, and met this puppy a few times and then he came into my home and that's where the story started really. Um, so Bruce, I discovered over a course of some years, was a healer himself. Um, and we actually, um, I registered him as a therapy dog and we went to a nursing home because I knew that that would be the environment that he would work best in because he wasn't too too keen on the kids. Um, he, he was a very old soul. Um, so I took him to a nursing home for 18 months and we had amazing stories that, of, that happened in that nursing home. And that's where I really saw how he's a healer and how he helped the people who he went and visited. Um, and then it was the case that um, he was getting elderly and he, he was getting to about, I think it was 10 years old where I saw signs of him becoming quite ill. Um, so we did investigations and it, he developed inflammatory bowel disease. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I nursed him for, I went down the allopathic route of veterinary care and nursed him for four months. And um, yeah, in the end, it was like I had to say, well, enough is enough. He's struggling. So I had to let him go. Um, but during that time, um, it was evident that he was actually telling me that I should become a healer myself. Um, so I used to get these messages. I used to get um, ringing in my ears constantly. I would smell incense when I wasn't, didn't even have any incense in the house. And that went on for about three or four weeks. Um, I had already been interested in sort of healing and um what people would generally term alternative sort of therapies. Um, and so I contacted my teacher. I had already um, gone to some sort of classes um, about healing. And she told me that this was his message to tell me that I should um, come and do the Reiki training. And I, I still wasn't prepared and ready to go to it. So um, then the next messages had to be a bit more abrupt. Um, so I had um, dogs uh, literally dragging their owners across the street on the lead and they would come up to me, these dogs, and they would sit on my feet, their back to me, and then look straight up at me and I would be like, oh, you just want a pat. Um, and then I would take my hands off and they would stare back up at me and they would be, no, I need your hands on me now. 
And so I, I, that was my little message that I got. And so I put the hat, my hands back on the dog. And then often enough, the dogs would relax and they, some of them would even go and fall asleep or, or lie down. And the, the guardians would be like, what, what have you done to my dog? <laughs> As in, they're so relaxed. Often they're really, really anxious. That's amazing. How did you do that? And I was there going, I don't really know. Um, so then I phoned up my teacher again and she said, yeah, that's a sign that you need to do this healing. Bruce is telling you, you need to become a healer. Um, so um, as soon as I committed, um, all that ringing in my ears disappeared in seconds mm-hmm. and the smell of incense disappeared and I knew I was on the right track. So it sounds like you really found your calling uh, through. Bruce, like Bruce and yourself were meant to be, to be coming on this path together. And I would love to know more about animal-assisted therapy, since that's what you and Bruce did together at the nursing home, right? Yes, yes. So that's, um, animal-assisted therapy is where um, there's lots of scientific papers stating that animal-assisted therapy, and it, it can also be called interventions. Mm-hmm. is um, wonderful and so beneficial for um, humans, um, for, our, for our emotional well-being predominantly, um, for our mental well-being, um, but also on a spiritual and even a physical level because um, it is known that it reduces cholesterol if you're petting a dog or a cat. Um, it, it increases the dopamine levels, the happy hormones, the oxytocin. Um, there is um, a Swedish scientific paper from 2017 by M. Pearson et al. And it's actually, um, its title is Oxytocin and Cholesterol Level in Dog Owners and Their Dogs. And um, what they did was they measured the, the blood blood pressure and um, the actual hormonal levels within the blood tests that they took of both dogs and their guardians, their humans. And um, it was discovered that the cortisol stress levels went down in both dog and owner. And the um, the actual uh, dopamine, ha- happy hormones, um, plus the oxytocin went up. Um, for both parties so um, it just shows how amazing connection we have with animals and especially dogs um, with this study the other thing about it was that um, they actually did um, CT scans on the actual dogs they trained the dogs up to be you know to not be scared of the CT Mm -hmm. scan (laughs) yes exactly and they put them in and they could actually visually see that how the oxytocin was released within the brain, which wow. is amazing, fascinating. Yeah. Um, and that was done with their interactions with their guardians. Mm-hmm. So vice versa, because we have this symbiosis, we are basically keeping each other well um, in, in, in all matter of ways, whether it's physically or mentally. So you mentioned before about cats and dogs and also in the study that you talked about. And does this work only with cats and dogs or does this also work with other companion animals 
say like horses, for example, or smaller animals like hamsters or rabbits? Yeah, so it works with all animals. Um, so animal assisted therapy, I know of, um, most people would know of dogs being animal assisted therapy dogs. Um, but it works with um, the small animals as well. So I've known of people who have um, little rats as, as animal assisted therapy rats and also like birds. Um, and I actually, I also know someone who, who specifically um, takes reptiles to um, a psychiatric hospital. And there's been studies done that for some reason that these reptiles actually really help the people in that, that type of hospital, which is really interesting, I find. Um, but in, in general, horses and dogs are actually the ones that were first studied in relation to animal assisted therapy. Mm-hmm. So um, the studies have been done for maybe 20, 30 years in relation to them. And the first ones ever studied were actually to do with horses and how horses um, can help people because they are fight or flight animals and the, the, they work so closely with, with humans and their emotions. So um, they, I suppose they were easy to study. So that's why they started with horses um, because they could actually see the reactions of the horses and and how they would try and calm someone down for instance as an example and then you could see um how that helped that person to actually um bring calmness into their life going forward because the idea of animal assisted therapy would be that you would do like a course over the period of at least once every 6 weeks um, so you can actually, it, it, it's like a therapy in itself. It, it, that's what it is in the name. So it's like going to a counsellor or a therapist yourself weekly mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So you, instead of seeing someone, a human on, on the couch, you would go and see a horse or a dog. So it's quite interesting. Wow. So obviously, since you just mentioned this, is kind of like a therapy. Um, there is a way then that you can utilize animal assisted therapy to help with mental health and also with sadness, depression, anxiety, and stress. Like, could that be incorporated into the healing journey as well? Very much so. Yes, um, and um, even studies have shown that um, people who are elderly and lonely um, and th- they feel that they're lacking in their lives because um, they it, they are just on their own. And to have a li- little animal with them, um, generally they say, well, a cat or a dog. A, a dog is an amazing um, companion because obviously it also would get them out of the house. So there's this thing about incorporating other things into it. So there's so many elements that would help that help mental health journey and um, emotional um bereavement effectively of of whether it's of a human or or losing losing the person you once were but through through illness things like that and mm-hmm. um, going out meeting people they encourage everybody speaks to someone with a dog um so it like gives you that confidence to go out and speak to people um it's the fact that you're out walking so you're doing physical exercise and movement which is we all know is very good for for um general health and 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 mental health and and depression 
And also, um, the other thing that I'm interested in is um, ecotherapy. So it comes from Japan, predominantly the studies um, relating to, I don't know if you know of, um, what's called um, forest bathing. I don't know if you've heard that term. I think I've heard of that before, where people also spend more time in nature, or specifically Mm. um, parts of nature like a forest. Um, to help their own connection and balancing out their system. Is that sort of what you're referring that's to? Ex- that's exactly what it okay. is. And mm-hmm. and what's great about it is that you can you don't have to go on your own. You can go with your companion. You can go with your dog. And and as we see when dogs are out, that that's that walk is the biggest and best thing in their day. We if we see them and they're running around as soon as the W word is said then jumping up and saying, yeah, 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 let's go. So they encourage us to go as well. There's often times where I felt that I didn't really want to go outside. Um, And that encouragement from my dog actually made me realize that actually when I was outside, I was feeling better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would definitely help with mental health and and also with physical health. Like you said, you'll be moving more. Yeah. So if listeners are interested in adding animal-assisted therapy to their healing journey, how can you work with them um, over the internet, for example? Like, is that a possibility or do they have to be physically where you are? Um, So that is a part of my sort of um, journey in that I actually want it to be accessible for all. Um, And I have been working um, face-to-face, so one-to-one um, work and also group work. But I would really love to bring this to um, the the internet and um, online and, and to maybe reach people around the world. So if anybody's interested, I, w- I would really like them to come get in contact with me and let me know and, and I could see if I could put, put something together. I, I've, I've already started but I haven't got there yet fully. So it would be lovely to hear from people if they are interested. Yeah, I think that would be a fantastic idea because there's many, many animal companion owners out there, I'm sure, that are looking to add this to their therapy journey and maybe might not have the access where they are locally to actually get in touch with someone who does that. So following that, we will be linking all of Charlotte Erica's offerings that she has on her website in the show notes so that if you want to get in touch with her, you will know where to find her. And you can try out the journey of animal-assisted therapy online with her. So this has been another amazing episode. And I really hope our listeners have enjoyed the journey into animal health and healing as much as I have. I love pets of all sorts. So this has been such a fantastic episode. And it was great chatting with you on the podcast, Charlotte. Erica, thank you again so much for your time and for your wisdom. There were so many things that you touched on that were so interesting. So thank you again and take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Journey blog.